I'm interested in what you're saying, the illusion of flavor, because you've also stated that the tongue is the least interesting bit of our experience of flavors, that the perception of food occurs in the mind and in the atmosphere in which we eat and drink, and not just in our mouth. So tell us about this illusion of flavor. So I think all of us think that we taste in our mouth. That's where we feel the stuff moving around and, and the texture. Uh, and yet, if you kind of close your eyes and block your nose and eat something, there's very little experience there. It's just sweet, sour, bitter, salty, nothing else. Um, so in fact, the, you know, I think flavor is probably one of the most multi-sensory experiences. So we see food, it's color, it's appearance. We hear the crunch, the crackle, the crispy, the snap, uh, uh, clearly the taste on the, on the tongue, the smell, the aroma, the meaty, the floral, the herbal, uh, not to mention the pain and uh, chili and so on. And all of that first comes together in, uh, in the brain. That's where the senses integrate your ear with your eye, with your nose, with your mouth. And then our brain plays this amazing trick on us in a way and convinces us all that the experience of flavor we're having is actually coming from that thing in our mouth, which is sort of right in a way. That is where the flavor resides, but we sense it up here and here and there. Um, and I think this is, illusion is a very powerful one. It's something you sort of have to battle against because people, because people don't intuitively, it doesn't feel that way. And that's not like true of much of gastrophysics. Intuitively, it doesn't feel like the lighting or the background music or the chair I'm sitting on has any impact on the taste. That's just not how it feels to me. It feels like I can taste what's in the glass and I would not be fooled by any of this other stuff. Um, and, and the same thing, you know, if it feels like I can really taste in my mouth, it doesn't really feel like I'm, I'm seeing what I'm tasting or I'm, I'm hearing it or, so um, identifying these kind of illusions of flavor and the flavor experience and the role of atmosphere, and then trying to demonstrate them to people, I think is important as a first step because if you otherwise, if you don't, if you still believe flavor just happens in here, then I might tell you everything I, I know, but you won't do anything about it because it's not true to your experience. And that's why the, the sensibilization experience, experiences, I think, are so important. So I sort of realized some years ago, I used to think that if you did the experiment well and got a significant result and had a nice graph to show, that's it, end of story. You've proved your point and, and things will be different thereafter. Whereas, in fact, I sort of realized, no. I was giving too many talks to too many audiences and sort of nod their head politely and then go away and do nothing. You see, how can you just listen to what I said? Either tell me I'm lying or do something about it. There's no other option here. And yet, but then as soon as you, if you can give people the experience, and that was part of the reason behind the Singleton Sensorium where we gave sort of 500 people a glass of whiskey, a scorecard, took them through three environments with different colors and shapes and sounds and smells uh, and got them to rate the whiskey in each room uh, when they came out, they were a different person, many of them. They could see their scorecard and see that they'd said different things about the glass that had not left their hand over the last 15 minutes. Uh, and it was that them experiencing the science in a way, experiencing the impact of the atmosphere on their taste ratings that then led some, you know, there were some of the serving staff from Long Clue, a famous restaurant in the North of England who were there, who they went back to their restaurant and said, okay, we've got to start serving our whiskey on a wooden board because that was the environment that they'd most enjoy the thing in. And so it's that, you know, how do you, that's a real challenge for me at the moment, then it's, you know, how do you get people to experience the science, to believe it, because it's given that it doesn't fit with our intuitions. Um, and that's why we're working with Joseph and having diners come to the restaurant, only maybe in small scale, it's only a table for 10 or 12, but then those who've been there will hopefully come away thinking differently about the senses and what's possible. 
uh, and those innovative exploratory experiences curated by Joseph, uh, Steve and so on can then hopefully be scaled up in our work you know, with brands to say, okay, can we take the dish that works so well uh, at Kitchen Theory uh, and can we now um, create a version that people can download at home as a sensory app next time they buy a tub of ice cream or a packet of Pringles or a bottle of champagne, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm.